603-283-6160. That is the telephone number you will want to dial should you wish to join in the conversation on this Saturday night edition of Free Talk Live. Welcome to the show, everybody. Again, 603-283-6160 is the telephone number. And uh, we're going to have a COVID-enchanted evening today here on Free Talk Live. In the studio tonight, it's myself. And Peakless Mountaineer. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Cut cut you right off there, Captain. He is the Lord, the Captain, the (laughs) Kick-Ass. I'm trying to think of all the titles now. Reverend. Have you gotten doctor? You got doctor. So so Dr. Reverend Lord. Lord. Captain Kick-Ass. Lord of not all of Scotland, but uh, one very important uh, square square foot. foot. Yes, indeed. (laughs) The, The square foot that makes it possible for me to be a lord. Uh, but also, you know, doing my part for the environment. Hey, there you go. Yay me. <laughs> <laughs> I would love I would love to have them like inscribe everybody's, you know, names whoever donated to this mm-hmm. plot of land in Scotland where there's this nature preserve. Um and like just to go and see Captain Kickass written on this one foot by one foot <laughs> plot of land, that'd be great. Just just plant flowers in the exact shape of your name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, whatever's clever. Um, so we, (laughs) oh man, there's so much crap going on and it's all somewhat related to COVID. I guess it's, you know, from my perspective, it's all about the government's overreaction. I keep seeing people writing, oh, it's because of COVID and I do this because of COVID and because of COVID and all these things suck because of COVID. And that's the thing. Like it's, it's the, the assumption that with this virus comes everyone's everyone's reaction was the only possible way that we could have reacted to this there there was no there was no way that the that we could have a different reaction to this right there was no variety no choice you know never mind that there are entire countries that reacted differently and saw better outcomes Mm. so some of the things and i'll just uh, rattle off these headlines here we could talk about any of them at you know any point in time or as uh, we go through the evening Uh, recession may kill more than COVID kills. Uh, we've been saying that for a long time here on mm-hmm. Free Talk Live. But somebody else has put together quite the uh, enlightening article on the subject, and we could talk about that. Normal, maybe in seven years. That is according to an article from, uh, I don't remember where it's from. Uh, but Repeat after me, this is normal. But this is the new normal. Yeah. I've said that it's not going to end. The whole, you know, masking and social distancing and all that kind of crap, the no concerts and all that kind of it's only going to end when people decide to end it. Government's mm. not going to suddenly one day go, oh, it's over. Okay, everybody go back to normal. I've been kind of divided on that one because on the one hand, I could see the uh, the political maneuvering of like, okay, now that Trump's out, we want to make uh, we want to make the Democratic Party look good. So we'll have a, a recovering economy. So uh, we want to make sure that everyone knows the vaccines are really effective. So we're going to change the, the uh, cycles that they test for. Well, so the numbers funny, go you down. You should mention that because this uh, I just looked at it. It's from Bloomberg dot com. And it says, when will life return to normal? Question mark. In seven years at today's vaccine rates. Mm. So, yeah. While your theory does make some sense if the Democratic Party is trying to 
you know, sort of self-aggrandize mm-hmm. themselves by doing things in a certain way and, you know, that kind of thing. Uh, according to this, if, uh, you know, things keep going, it's going to be seven years before it can even potentially be thought of. Well, and the other side of me has been arguing, well, when the government takes something away, they do not give it back. That is true. You know, I mean, uh, look at look at the past. Look at uh, uh, the income tax. It's just a small, like, 1, 2, 3% tax only on the very wealthy just until we get through this world war. Yep. And I, I'm sure as soon as the world war is over, they'll, they'll, they'll repeal it. The, the uh, speed limits. You know, it's just a short-term thing while we've got this gas crisis going on. Well, they did the same thing with the TSA and the Non-Patriotic Act. Mm-hmm. Uh, everybody everybody forgets very quickly. And maybe not people here on Free Talk Live, but the general population. Mm-hmm. Whenever you remind them, they're like, it was? Like, yeah, yeah, that all started as a temporary thing. The whole TSA, mm-hmm. all that crap. The, the Patriot Act, you know, you remember the colors? The yellow, blue, green, you know, the mm-hmm. levels of threat, right? Uh, which have since gone the way of the dodo. We, we've gone from mauve threat level to periwinkle threat level. Right. Is that you an know, improvement? I got some burnt umber in there. <laughs> All my favorite crayons. Um, yeah, so there's that. Uh, well, and uh, just briefly, since you since you bring up the uh, the USA Patriot Act, which was the exact moment when I stopped uh, uh, appreciating or trusting any kind of, uh, of uh, abbreviation like that. Mm-hmm. So... When that happened, I was, you know, telling everyone, it's like, okay, look, here's what's in that. They can, with no, like, for no reason, they can decide that anyone is a terrorist. Yes. Once they do that, you have no rights. You don't get a trial. You don't even necessarily get to stay in the country for your for your imprisonment. And, and now, oh, so two decades la- later... Now they're starting to do the whole domestic terrorist. Thing. Right. I was going to say, right now, somebody's yelling yeah. at their radio, well, that was only for people outside of the U.S. No, no, no. Mm. No, no, no. It's for people inside the U.S. Mm-hmm. And in fact, I believe that that is where the next, quote, war, unquote, is going to go. Uh, we've already seen, oh, the, the CIA, the FBI, you know, all the alphabet agencies are worried about domestic terrorism mm-hmm. as a result of what they're calling the siege on the Capitol, which was just like a bunch of people who showed up. Right. The the insurrection yeah, it's like i'm like, sorry that yeah. wasn't an insurrection yeah I was, I was talking with a lady today and like i i said yeah it wasn't an insurrection she's like keep your voice down <laughs> so i've got to say now that my voice is radiographically em- uh, emphasized it wasn't an insurrection you are nationwide pal I, I am also uh forced detention at camp covid canada now there's probably that same guy who's yelling at the radio right now is that i said oh but that's in canada <laughs> well don't think it can't come here pal uh, there is a man who has been forcibly detained against his will in Canada for a uh, what they're calling a COVID event. Mm. So it's it's the quarantine. He's like, well, yeah. I don't want to be here, uh, but he has to. He has no choice. They they put him in Camp COVID Canada. We can talk more about that. Also, all of a sudden, you know, people I'm sure have been hearing about well COVID nineteen, right? Mm. And then. Uh, there's uh, the South African variant or South American. I don't know which one. Which I, I hadn't heard on that one. I, there, I heard about a the variant. Uh, yeah, I heard about a variant in uh, in uh, England and I like, believe that's the South African or South. I'm oh, not okay, sure. Yeah. The South something or another variant. 
and so, of course, I predicted, I'm like, oh, great, now they're naming mutations after mm. geographic areas. You know, all of a sudden there's going to be, it, it's never going to end because they're going to discover another, you know, mutated form of this thing. Right. Oh, and sure enough, this popped up today. Suddenly, 4,000 COVID variants. Yeah, I, I heard a couple of people talking, and it's like, yeah, you know, the such-and-such person I know caught the, the second wave, and I think such-and-such person got the third wave, and it's like... What, are you talking about surfing? Or? <laughs> right. And it's, no, there's Good there's 4,000 of them, apparently. Well, and, and that's the thing. This is what viruses do. They mutate. So if you make it a new virus every time it mutates, you will never run out of them. Right. And thus, the government will never run out of reasons to take more for them, to take more of your life's effort, to lock you down even harder, to make you obey their ridiculous mandates that uh, have been shown to be well, We had to take your business. It was SARS-CoV-2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 12, 12, 12, 12. Right. SARS-4872. Yep. Yeah. So all of those things, plus... You know, your calls and thoughts on the matter, again, 603-283-6160, if you'd like to get on the air, talk about whatever's on your mind. Um, and I I just had to, I know it was talked about on the show, but, well, maybe I won't talk about it. Maybe I will. We'll see. We'll see what my brain does. <laughs> I have a weird brain. All right, let's roll the dice. <laughs> I told that to somebody else once, and I, I was at a job with them, and they got to know me after, you know, six months or so. And I go, you really do have a weird brain. <laughs> Thanks, man. Uh, 603-283-6160. This is the Saturday night edition of Free Talk Live. More coming up. Yes, it is Free Talk Live. Free Talk Live is the live call-in radio talk program, nationally syndicated, plus on satellites and, well, of course, on the Internet everywhere. Technically, we're a global entity. The World Wide Web is worldwide. That's true. Uh, and uh, spends quite a bit of time, too. Yeah, where you can call in at 603 603- Two eight three six one six zero, and take control of the airwaves. Talk about whatever's on your mind. We'll get to your calls and thoughts in just a moment. In the studio tonight, it's myself, the Reverend Captain Kickass. Joining me, Beakless Mountaineer, and we kicked things off by talking about several articles in the news surrounding COVID, and we're happy to talk about that. But first, let's go to your calls and thoughts. We have Scott calling from Florida. Scott. You're on Free Talk Live. Good evening, Captain Kickass and Mountaineer. How are you this evening? Good. What's on your mind? Uh, what's on my mind is tomorrow, Tom Brady in the Super Bowl. Uh, you know, uh, you're right near uh, New England, Massachusetts, of course. You're not that far from Gillette Stadium. Maybe, I don't know, an hour and a half, two hours, three hours at most. Sure. Uh, tomorrow, Tom Brady will uh, definitely win the Super Bowl for Tampa Bay. Uh, the fly in the ointment is that he's not going to be representing uh, the Patriots. Uh, he's going to be representing uh, Tampa Bay. It didn't have to be that way. Uh, Patriots owner and Robert, and Robert 
Patriots owner, Robert Kraft, did not want to pay uh, Brady the money that he wanted. That's so correct. Brady walked. Yep. And uh, that's the tragedy uh, of it all. Uh, the reason why Robert Kraft did not pay him the money, uh, he is a rabid Zionist, uh, and he, I guess it's it'd be better that he give his money, to millions of dollars to Israel. Is he now, foaming he at the mouth? Argue, well, it's his money. He Scott? can do what he wants with it. Yes, he can. Is he foaming at the mouth? the tragedy is that... Uh, he destroyed his franchise, and uh, I know that uh, Tom Brady had a few more Super Bowls under his belt for the Patriots. But anyway, be that as it may, that's never going to materialize because of uh, Kraft's uh, mis- I'm sorry, I, 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 I gotta, I gotta, you, you lost me there. What does Zionism have to do with uh, putting uh, Brady on one team or another? I'll tell you what I mean. Robert Kraft is a is a rabid Zionist, meaning he gives millions and millions to Israel. If with the money that he gives to Israel, he should have given less to Israel and paid Tom Brady's salary, and Tom Brady would have stayed on. That's what I mean. Okay. Thanks. All right. Thanks for the call, Scott. We appreciate that. Um, oops. Okay. Well, I think I just hung up on the wrong guy. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, John in Michigan, if you're listening, give us a call back, will you? Uh, at any rate, I, I wanted to clear something up. Um, first of all... Uh, <laughs> Robert Kraft did not ruin the franchise of the New England Patriots. He did indeed uh, do something that uh, no other team in history will probably ever do, which is win a whole bunch of Super Bowls uh, with Tom Brady. So yeah, to let a guy go when he's over 40 uh, and maybe still has an arm, it's better to let a guy go too early than too late when you're talking about sports franchises. Uh, did he still have some arm left in him? Of course he did, uh, as he's shown. But uh, to say that Robert Kraft ruined the franchise by not paying him and because he's you know giving money elsewhere uh, yeah that's not really accurate so i just want to clear that up it sounds like scott is rooting for the kansas city chefs i mean chiefs mm. i call them the chefs because there was an old snickers commercial mm. back in the day where they showed the guy who paints the end zones with the team logos mm-hmm. uh and he's doing his <laughs> job and some guy comes up and he's like hey nice job but who are the chefs he forgot <laughs> the, the e in chiefs and it's like the not, not going anywhere, or the eye, yeah, not yeah. going anywhere for a while, or something like that. Those <laughs> commercials, so yeah, good times. Um, Only thing I know about the Super Bowl is that uh, California passed a rule that you're not allowed to show it in uh, in bars in in California. Yeah, we covered that here on Free Talk Live, and how horrible is that? The thing that I was contemplating on weighing in on in the first segment was uh, the fact that. Uh, you know, the Super Bowl happens, and then the next, like, sort of big party event is Mardi Gras. Mm-hmm. And, and I know this was talked about uh, either yesterday or the day before on Free Talk Live, but I just want to say that it is dumb that <laughs> New Orleans has basically declared martial law during Mardi Gras. Right. They're, they're not allowing restaurants and bars to even open, much less people to participate on Bourbon Street as they normally would, mm-hmm. or even in some bastardized fashion with, like, got to be six feet away from each other and wear a mask during Mardi Gras or whatever, right? Uh, there won't be any drinking in the streets. There won't be any carnival. There won't be any beads being, you know, thrown at people and this, that, and the other stuff, all the stuff that uh, Mardi Gras is famous for. So uh, it's dumb, and it's going to get worse. One of the things that (laughs) uh, we've been projecting here and saying is uh, possible to happen is the same thing that this article from Fortune.com has been saying, which is the COVID recession may kill more Americans 
than COVID-19 does. Yeah, we've been covering the uh, uh, deaths of despair, as they're called. And that has definitely shot up. Uh, suicides shot up. Uh, alcohol deaths have shot up. I mean, it's it's just been a mess. Drug abuse, domestic violence, mm-hmm. all that stuff. Yeah. And, and these are predictable results when you basically imprison people in their homes. Right. You know, for lack of a, or, or institute martial law, save for the tanks in the streets. Right. Right. Yeah. We don't see It's any a of kinder, that, gentler martial law. It's martial law light. Mm-hmm. Right. It's the, the light version. You don't have to install the full thing. Well, and uh, I think we're going to see a much harsher version of it this time around because uh, last time, okay, so martial law is where where it all comes under the, the power of the military. Yes. So last presidency, he had kind of a hands-off approach on this. He's like, no, I'm just going to let uh, let the states figure out what they're doing. Now, this president, on the other hand, that does not seem to be his approach at all. So you will see him absolutely backing any kind of move that is to uh, shut down or destroy our culture, uh, to make sure that we don't have any of our ordinary identifying events, and you will have his absolute approval. So it really is martial law because this comes all the way up to the commander in chief. This article goes on to say the economic effects of COVID-19 could prove deadlier than the disease itself. And by the economic effects, he means the economic effects of the government's overreaction to the COVID-19. Absolutely. And we've seen uh, we've seen so many small businesses shutting down, never to reopen again. That was my opinion on the uh, New Orleans bit. It's like, well, these people just want to really finish off these small businesses who depend oh, yeah. on, you know, this one you know, week or two weeks, whatever it is, surrounding the, the Mardi Gras period where they really rake in the bucks. Mm-hmm. Right? That makes or breaks a whole bunch of these people's businesses, and it's going to break more. This might actually break the entire city, and it'd be strange to see, like, uh, okay, hurricane, yeah. flooding, no problem. But uh, government restrictions? Ooh. Yeah. Uh, anyway, this uh, just released research which concludes that the total lives lost to the virus in the U.S. may far exceed those immediately related to the acute COVID-19 critical illness. The recession caused by the pandemic can jeopardize population health for the next two decades. Two decades. That's 20 freaking years. But, you know, if it only saves one life. We must lock people down. We must force them to... If it only saves one life, we're happy to sacrifice four. We must kill everybody's freedom and all the small businesses just to... Well, whatever. Free Talk Live. More coming up. Bitcoin.com is the best source for learning about cryptocurrency. Go there now. Click on Get Started at the top of the page. Once you do that, you'll find a cornucopia of information neatly organized for your needs. If you're a knowledgeable crypto user, check out news.bitcoin.com where you can get the latest headlines. Bitcoin.com is your source for buying cryptocurrency, getting a wallet app, mining, trading, and all the latest cryptocurrency news, all on a slick and easy-to-use website, all put together by the best minds in the business to teach you about cryptocurrency. Bitcoin.com. Welcome back to the program, everybody. Welcome back to the show. It is Free Talk Live, the live Saturday night edition. In the studio tonight, it's me. I am your host, 
the Reverend Captain Kickass. Joining me, it's Peakless Mountaineer. And I want to tell you about Bitcoin.com. Bitcoin.com is the best source for learning about cryptocurrency. You can go there now and click on Get Started at the top of the page. Once you do that, you will find a cornucopia of information neatly organized by your needs. There is no longer an excuse for ignorance of this important world-changing information. If you are a knowledgeable crypto user, check out news.bitcoin.com, where you can get the latest headlines of all the news relevant to you. Bitcoin.com is your source for buying cryptocurrency, getting a wallet, mining, trading, and all the latest cryptocurrency news, all on a slick and easy-to-use website. Please visit Bitcoin.com. So we were talking about this article from Fortune.com titled, The COVID Recession May Kill More Americans Than COVID-19 the Disease Does. And they're talking about some newly released research And they go on to say the new working paper by authors at Duke University, Harvard Medical School, and the John Hopkins University Business School focuses focuses on the almost instantaneous unemployment of millions of workers in March, that's of last year, and April. The unemployment rate jumped from nearly the lowest in 50 years to the highest since the current measurement system began in 1948. While it has come down, it's still at its highest rate since the recovery from the 2008-2009 financial crisis. The authors wondered how unemployment affects mortality and life expectancy years later. Little research on that question existed, so they conducted their own analysis using 67 years of data about unemployment, life expectancy, and death rates from the Bureau of Labor Statistics and the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. They were able to separate the effects of the unprecedented 2020 unemployment spike from other factors that affect mortality and life expectancy. Their main finding, over the next 20 years, 1.37 more people, million, 1.37 million more people will die than would have died without the unemployment shock that the pandemic caused, a number the researchers call staggering and again it's not what the pandemic caused it's what the response to the pandemic caused and i'm not saying there wouldn't be some unemployment shock from just the pandemic itself like uh i'm i'm in massage therapy and we had to close down before we were ordered to because people were too concerned about this to come in so yeah there would be some shock there but nothing compared to the everyone who is not essential must stop and the whole who gets to decide who's essential, right? Right. There, there's a whole a whole other topic there. But yeah, we we used to think that you know the government deciding which jobs would happen and which ones wouldn't was a bad idea. So we can keep talking about this, but first let's go to we have Egbert calling from Michigan. Egbert, you're on Free Talk Live. Oh, good uh, evening, gentlemen. I do a wonderful uh, service for a wonderful country, America and Canada. We love Free Talk Live. I've been to Hanover, New Hampshire, to visit Dartmouth College. What's on your mind tonight? We were in Michigan, just 24 miles west of Grand Rapids, along Lake Michigan. We raise onions and kale, all kinds of healthy vegetables. Onions are a natural antivirus. They kill the uh, viruses and bacteria in our body. They help nourish the T cells in our bones, which kill cancer cells, bacteria, viruses, and so forth naturally. Uh 
we believe in naturalism and natural unity, and we know what we're being scared to death by our governor here, Gresham Messer Whitmer in Lansing, Michigan, and uh, we old people uh, live through Nazism and uh, fascism and communism. Uh, the same things happen to our wonderful country uh, through the federal government and some of these politicians in Washington, D.C., but Anyways, uh, eat a lot of healthy onions. There's a newspaper called the Onion Newspaper. I'm not sure it's available <laughs> in New Hampshire, but they, they talk about onions and what a natural food it is. It's growing uh, bleach, black, mulch, muckland, and human Michigan mm-hmm. in the western Michigan. And so not very expensive, very inexpensive for people to eat, and it'll keep you healthy. So thank you very much. All right. Thanks for the call. We appreciate it. Um, you know, it goes without saying, maybe it doesn't. But you know, eat healthy. You know, uh, I'm a big dude. You know, I eat more than I expend. But uh, I'm eating healthier than I ever have. Right? Mm-hmm. I'm eating good stuff, wholesome foods. You know, home. You know, all the non-GMO, no hormones. You know, all that kind of stuff. So, uh, you know. But what I haven't heard, of course, was government recommending any of that during this. Right. You know, well, where where does nutrition come in, government? Where does you know all of the natural? Where does boosting your immune system come in, Mister Government? You know, because you haven't talked about that. All you've talked about is the vaccine and the masks and the mandates. Well, they don't want you to develop your immunity. They want to develop the immunity for you scientifically and then sell it to you and or require that you put this into your body. And, And I'm glad he brings it up because nutrition is incredibly important and completely underrated. I mean, doctors are barely trained in nutrition whatsoever, and it's the fundamental basis of your entire body's chemistry. And yeah, onions are are a great example. They're antiviral, antifungal. They're they're incredibly good for you. Uh, uh, Garlic is another one. Uh, They're they're delicious. They're they're great for your immune system. I mean, if if you get a cold, what like what do you want? Well, you want uh, like chicken soup, right? Well, what do they always put into those soups? You know. Onions, onions, yep. Sometimes garlic. Um, there was, uh, I want to call it an old wives' tale, but I think it's accurate. They would, if there was a sickness going around the house, you know, when pe- people had large families on the farm and that, mm-hmm. they would take an onion and chop it in half and just leave it sitting out. Mm-hmm. And the idea there was that the onion would absorb whatever the bad stuff is in the air. Uh, and so onions have been known for a long time to have, you know, very positive effects. Well, and scientifically speaking, it's not far off from that. So it, uh, one way of looking at it is that uh, it absorbs what's in the air. But another way is to, OK, well, scientifically, what's happening there is the molecules from the onion are getting out into the air. And that's why, you know, you cut an onion. It's very easy to smell it. Yes. And it's a very potent chemical, which is you know, part of what triggers you tearing up. But that also will kill the the particles that are in the air, the bacteria, the viruses, the fungal spores that are in that room will be killed by the the molecules that are circulating from the from the onion. And it's weirdly enough, like this is why the whole uh, myth of vampires being killed by garlic or being warded off by garlic comes from. Exactly. It's the same sort of thing where it's it's a powerful antiviral, antifungal and antibacterial. So if you uh, cut open a, a clove of garlic, the same kind of thing happens where the the molecules from that garlic go into the air and start killing all of these pathogens that are in your air. 
and and you know just to, to wrap up on the vampire note like that's why the other things that would uh kill or ward off a vampire were also tr- so the uh the silver mm-hmm. silver is also antiviral antifungal antibacterial and sunlight again a- an incredible disinfectant yeah uh, the sun was out yesterday uh, i was i had an opportunity to do some stuff outdoors at my place and so I did because I'm like, oh, I got to go stand in the sun. Mm-hmm. And it was refreshing. I really enjoyed it. Oh, yeah. Sunlight is uh, incredibly underrated. So, I mean, you've got the the vitamin D thing that people know about. Uh, there's also the fact that it uh, it it's uh, it's too powerful of a radiation for single-celled organisms, but it's fine for multi-celled organisms like us. And there's also the fact that it uh, triggers your metabolism. So when your body, when you, when your eyes sense uh, for a long period of time that there is sunlight, which is 10,000 times more powerful than artificial light, yeah. it, it makes your body go into full metabolism. Because it's, it's like, okay, it's the daytime, you should be awake. Here's the full dose of your metabolism. It's called wake-up mode, yeah. which I wish a lot more people were in wake-up mode. Indeed. When it comes to... The government's overreaction to this thing known as the COVID-19. 603-283-6160. More Free Talk Live is on the way. Yes, come on. Come on and listen to the show. The show that is nationwide on radio stations everywhere. The show that is on some satellite somewhere that I'm not really certain where, but it is. Also on the internet at freetalklive.com. It is Free Talk Live. That's the name of the show. That's what we do here. Our telephone number is 603-283-6160. Again, 603-283-6160. Six zero. We'll get to your calls and thoughts momentarily, but first, I wanted to tell you that AnyPay 2.0 is here, and crypto payments are now faster than ever. If you're using Edge Wallet, HandCash, Bitcoin.com, or Dash Wallets, your experience should be very smooth. I know mine is. But some wallets aren't yet ready for this impressive new technology. Koinomi. Thou shalt not badmouth the Koinomi. These wallet programmers need to hear from you, the wallet users. Visit anypayinc.com forward slash upgrade to learn why some popular wallets are incompatible with AnyPay 2.0 and reach out to the wallet programmers to encourage them to make payments perfect at anypayinc.com forward slash upgrade. All right. Uh, Going to more of your calls and thoughts Let's go to John in Delaware. John, you're on Free Talk Live. Did you know that the Democrat Party was the party that seceded from the Union because they wanted to keep human beings as slaves? And did you also know that the Democrat Party was the party of segregation and of Jim Crow? And did you you would not believe the amount of people that don't know that. They actually think it's the Republican Party. And did you also know that the Democrat and Republican Party continue to cause nothing but racism, separation, and segregation amongst all of us with their manufactured and their engineered problems, and we still give these losers our money. That's the unbelievable thing about it. They're a bunch of crooks. They're no different from the mafia, and I think it's ridiculous. And the only person 
that was ever going to save us was Donald Trump. And you've seen what they did to him. God forbid somebody comes from the outside and tries to get in on their little cabal and their little trickery they got on us, the American people. Look what they'll do to you. They'll destroy you. For four years, they came after this guy, man. And look what they had to do at the end. They're still impeaching him. He's not even there anymore. And they still need to yeah, impeach the guy. I don't think you know the impeachment's going to go through. Uh, so uh, I, I don't know if you if you were up on this, but um, so Rand Paul had, uh, had, did, had uh, called for a vote on the constitutionality of impeaching him. And uh, enough uh, enough. Republicans said no, it was not constitutional. That if they then try to impeach him, uh, then the impeachment isn't going to go through. So if they bring this up, it's the Republicans. They're a bunch of spineless losers, also, and they're also in on the big cabal, and they're a huge part of the problem. And we need to get rid of both parties because both parties do nothing but fight amongst each other. And I believe it's all fake. It's a huge stage show over there in D.C. They think they're a bunch of uh, actors and actresses. That's why everybody in Hollywood's such good friends with all these. Well, hey, Cuomo even won uh, won an Emmy. Actors and actresses on Earth, sir. Well, yeah, no, that's absolutely true, because if you look at how produced politicians are, specifically the presidents, and I'm talking about all of the presidents since I've been alive, they all have makeup people before they go and they give their speeches. They all have professional script writers that put together whatever it is they're going to say. They have 100%. They have teleprompters Mm -hmm. whenever they give a speech to make sure they don't forget the words that these speech writers that they've hired that, you know, they've hired professionals like, like the kind that Hollywood would use to write these speeches for them. Uh, no difference. It, it, there's no mm-hmm. difference at all. It is a big act. It's a huge act. The whole thing is a huge act, and it's a huge sham on us, the American people. And believe me, you, we've lost power a long time ago, man. Oh, yeah. Donald Trump just put a huge magnifying glass on what's really been going on. That's and we true. know now, man, they're nothing but a bunch of corrupt people that need to go, the Republicans and the Democrats. Agreed, John. Thanks for the call tonight. I appreciate it. Um, you know, he's speaking the truth. I, I can't really disagree with him other than Donald Trump was the only guy who was going to Donald Trump was never going to save anybody. Well, he did kind of present as that, though. I mean, he was the outsider. And I mean, we knew it wasn't going to be an insider that could that could change this. Yep. And, you know, a, a lot of libertarians, we were, you know, really hoping that, you know, we could get Ron Paul in there and maybe he could like really tone this down. And we did at least get a chance to, you know, get and I think they'd be a lot worse to Ron Paul than they were to to Trump. But because, I mean, he was in the club. He just wasn't in the vip section right he wasn't tearing he wasn't tearing this down the control structure the economic system all of that but you know he was getting in the way and you saw what they did to just keep him from you know doing all the great stuff that he had promised if he had tried like making peace with russia uh they put him in a position where that was completely untenable I, i don't see any politician in my lifetime for president i don't see anybody keeping really any of their campaign campaign promises mm. ever like in the entire time i've been alive well uh there's a few campaign promises that i expect uh biden will keep uh like i think one of his campaign promises was to go after those darn domestic terrorists yeah i bet you anything he's gonna keep that one yeah and well we know who he's gonna target for those oh yeah people who love freedom oh yeah 
And that, in and of itself, is the great sadness of what is about to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's like seventy percent of the of the Republican voters think that Trump legitimately won the the election. Okay, well, guess what? That seventy percent of that chunk of uh, of the population, you are now in the crosshairs. Yeah. You are the domestic terrorists. You are the ones that they're going to use the Patriot Act against. Oh yeah, and whatever other uh, Biden's put what forty executive orders into mm-hmm. action, forty plus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I you know. I, <laughs> it's so ridiculous uh let's keep going with your calls and thoughts let's go to tom calling from new hampshire tom you're on free talk live on thursday in new mexico by the way let me uh, mention here for the benefit of the maybe people who went to public school new mexico is one of the 50 states of the united states it is not uh, a part of some foreign country mm-hmm. uh, but uh, in the state of New Mexico on Thursday, a state uh, cop pulled somebody over. The driver was a uh, subject of an ongoing narcotics investigation and was en route to Las Cruces, New Mexico, in, in a drug deal. And the cop pulled him over, uh, assisting members of Homeland Security. The subject uh, got out and opened fire and then got back in and drove away and uh, got stopped again and got killed. But uh, a cop got killed, and what I called to talk about is dangerous rhetoric. When you hear all all this garbage about, you know, a cop that gets itself killed in a drug bust uh, is a fallen hero, you know, and that kind of dangerous rhetoric only inspires more cops to make the same bad choice and to reap the same gruesome consequences and keep and makes more citizens keep reelecting crazy politicians who support the war on drugs politicians who are tough on drugs in order to win elections they have no qualms about buying votes with cops blood they they put on this this uh talk about a fallen hero and all all that nonsense and they whine like crybabies but they have no qualms about buying votes with cops blood they just whine like crybabies when the bill comes due and uh there, there is another Dead cop in your face, people. If you've been voting for candidates like that, you're not pulling the trigger, but you're pulling the lever, and it's going to keep it's dangerous rhetoric. And you know when you see posts on social media uh, talking about you know, fallen hero, this fallen hero, that you should call out the platform and say, hey, look, these people are spouting off dangerous rhetoric that's only going to continue encouraging more cops to make the same bad choice and reap the same gruesome consequences. Yeah, I, I agree. The, the rhetoric and the propaganda. Mm-hmm. Uh, you combine those two things together, uh, you feed it directly into people's brains via things like television, mainstream media, and you get what and we Twitter. have. And Well, yeah, I mean, I, I consider... Twitter, Facebook, you know, the the big social media. I consider those part of mainstream media because they are. They are mainstream. Most people are on those platforms. Yeah, and if you look at, at drugs in particular, like you may not approve of it. You may not think that it's a good thing. You might think it's, uh, you know, degrading our communities or what have you. But you still had zero victims in, in this possibility someone was going to buy drugs from someone else. And now how many victims do you have? You have the, the two people that are dead. You have all of their friends and family. I mean, how many victims have been caused completely unnecessarily? Yeah, it's a health issue, not a government issue. And thanks for the call tonight, Tom. We do appreciate you. 
Uh, and people should be left to deal with it as they see fit rather than any government interference. 603-283-6160. More Free Talk Live is coming up. What if the United States and the Soviet Union had fought on land, sea, air, and the astral plane, struggled for dominion across parallel dimensions, or on the surface of the moon? What wonders would have been unveiled? What terrors would have haunted mankind from those dark and dismal dimensions? Come closer, peer through a glass darkly, and discover the horrifying alternative visions of World War III from some of today's greatest minds in science fiction, fantasy, and horror. Weird World War III. Available now from Bane Books at BaneBooks.com. Free Talk Live. Welcome back to the program. Welcome back to the show. It is the Saturday night edition of Free Talk Live. The radio program where you can call in and take control of the airwaves, talk about whatever's on your mind. The telephone number to do so is 603-283-6160. Did I just rhyme do so, 60? Yeah, I guess I did. Mm. Huh. 603-283-6160. In the studio tonight, it is the Reverend Captain Kickass. And joining me... Peakless Mountaineer. We've been talking about some fun stuff, but circling back to this bit from Fortune.com, the COVID recession may kill more Americans than COVID-19 does to the tune of 1.37 million more people will die than would have died without the unemployment shock uh, that the government blames on the pandemic when it's really the government's fault. And, you know, this is just uh, some crazy blogger and it's uh, in the basement, you know, Johns Hopkins University, Harvard Medical Duke University, you know, just, <laughs> yeah, just, just crackpots. Some, some no-name crackpots that have put together this study. Uh, these findings further complicate the excruciating quandary facing policymakers. <laughs> That's such a horrible word, policymakers. Mm. Uh, I need to come up with a, a new word for that. Lockdowns and other restrictions impose economic suffering <laughs> but save lives. Sorry, I have a hard time reading that sentence. Uh, if it turns out that the economic suffering, while saving lives in the near term, also costs lives in later years, then what is the right policy response? The re- Well, the right policy response is no policy at all. Let people make their own freaking decisions. Yeah. The researchers emphasize that we don't want to suggest that policymakers should refrain from ordering lockdowns. As- well, I do. I want to suggest that policymakers refrain from ordering lockdowns as necessary life-saving measures. Absolutely. I mean, okay, everyone thinks like, oh, well, you, you're, you're just greedy. You just want to make money every time everyone talks about the economy. And it's like, no, that's life. That's, that's food that you eat. That's the food getting to you. That's, you know, the activities that, you, that make life worth living. That is what the economy is. So, yeah, every time it's like, well, you know, we can shut down the economy for, for this or for that. And it's like, that's life that you are shutting down. Yeah. yeah. The the wheels go round and round and you can't stop. All you do by shutting down the economy is you bolster what's known as the black market. Mm-hmm. All the trade is going to continue to happen in one way or another. 
you know, you might put a, a little damper on it, but the necessary trade for life to continue for folks to get what they want and need out of life, it's going to continue. You're not going to stop it. I don't care what size government you are. I'm talking to you, USA, right? The largest government on the, well, are they the largest? Oh, yeah. Yeah. By at, far. At least by empirical standards. Mm-hmm. Uh, that the black market still happens. They mm-hmm. can't even stop gray market. Yeah, I mean, okay, you cannot keep drugs out of prisons. No. And that is the most locked down, the most uh, heavily uh, observed and regulated that you can possibly get. And even then, you can't keep drugs out of them. Okay, so that same principle is going to be true in all of these other areas, only now you don't have people literally locked in cages and constantly being monitored. The article continues, the potential downside in this singular crisis is also formidable. The researchers catalog the dangers based on emerging data. It is likely that the limited access to health care during the lockdown, temporary discontinuation of preventative care interventions, massive loss of employer-provided health insurance coverage, and the lingering concern of the population about seeking medical care out of fear of contracting COVID-19 will impact mortality rate and life expectancy even more severely than predicted. And and I, I have to emphasize, so this is in America, the wealthiest country in the world. We are the richest people on the face of the earth, and this is what this is doing to us. Yeah. So think about what this is doing in other parts of the world where like a, a little change in the economy means how many people start starving to death. Yeah. The new findings pose one more challenge for policymakers and everyone else. We mostly know who is dying of COVID-19 itself, the elderly. And those depressing numbers, each accompanied by a name, drive a sense of urgency as we fight back. In coming decades, we will never know exactly whose lives have been shortened by the economic distress the government caused, this says pandemic, but that suffering will be just as real and shouldn't be forgotten nor ignored. And that's the thing. You can turn on CNN and uh, and you can find, okay, here's what the new numbers of uh, COVID deaths are. Now, whether or not those numbers are trustworthy is uh, debatable, but they'll at least try and cover them. What they will not cover is all of the people dying because of these economic lockdowns. You won't you won't see any of the coverage of the people that die from this. Oh, of course not, because that would make well the people in power look bad. We can't have any of that now, can we? It is terrifying in so many ways that all of this has happened coming up on a year. We're we're into February now, the shortest month of the year. It's been the longest 2 weeks of my life, I'll tell you that much. In 22 days or so, it's going to be March again. You know, when this all kicked off, as far as the U.S. is concerned, we started hearing about it in, what, January, but Wuhan and stuff like that started, you know, creeping into the news feeds and all that kind mm-hmm. of stuff. But it really kicked in in March, and oh, it's, yeah. it's going on Beware a year, people. It's going on a year. That two weeks turned into a year real freaking quick, didn't it? That did. Yep, Friday the 13th in March of uh, of 2020. Was it really? Oh, yeah. Friday the 13th was when all of this started in America. That's ominous. It's very ominous. I, I can't believe that it has come to what it is now currently. Shutting down cities, 
you know, deciding who is essential and who isn't. I don't, these are things that governments should not be doing. Yeah, I, I, I don't have a source on this, but I was hearing about, uh, uh, I think it was in Texas that there was this uh, cop who was talking to someone without a mask in a store, you know, mm-hmm. the, the crime of shopping with a human face. And he's like, well, if you don't put that mask on, I'm going to tase you. Oh, jeez. Like, okay, this is, this is where we're at, people. Cover your face, stop having a human face, or you will be tased by thugs. There's been a bit of that going around. What's also interesting to me is I've seen several times now people getting arrested for not masking by police who are also not wearing masks. Hmm. Huh. Almost like they have different rules. Almost. Laws for thee, but not for me. Or for me, but not for thee. Laws for thee, but not for me. Laws for thee, but not for me. I, I, I misspoke. I'll misspoke again. I'll misspeak. I'll continue to misspeak. There yeah. we go. There we go. Well, you know, if I ran around, you know, pulling people over and making them give me money, lest I kidnap them and take them into my basement where they will receive substandard conditions and cold air, I mean, I'd, I'd be a maniac. But if... a policeman doesn't do that well then he's he's negligent of his duty derelict none of this is going to end until you the listener you the people you the average guy you the regular joe says i have had enough you have always had the power to take the mask off and go outside and be human again you have always had the power to just go ahead and reopen your business you have always had that power all of this relies on us policing each other they don't have the manpower to do it themselves. They never they never have and they never will. But as long as they keep everyone else telling everyone else to do what they said, then all of this will keep going. And the amount of oppression that you will have from your government is exactly that amount that you will withstand. How many employees do you think the federal government has? Not including like soldiers, like, you know, real bureaucrats. I'd have 50, to look it up. 50,000 or something? I'd have to look it up. It's, oh, I think it's a lot bigger than that. Either way, it's going to be minuscule compared to the population. Right. 603-283-6160 is our telephone number if you'd like to join the conversation. This is Free Talk Live. We've got more of the live Saturday night edition on the way. Yes, it is Free Talk Live, 603-283-6160 is the telephone number you need if you would like to join us on air and get in on the conversation. In the studio tonight, it's myself, the Reverend Captain Kickass, and... Bigless Mountaineer. And for years, libertarians have said things like, hey, you know what would be cool? As if there was some sort of a directory of liberty-minded businesses. Well, we're helping build one. It's called Liberty.Menu. Liberty.Menu is a tool for your community. At its core, it's a directory for events, businesses, digital content, and more. 
Listings can be rated and reviewed, and there's a bit of a social network so you can connect and share with others. Useofliberty.menu is exclusively for individuals who reject the initiation of force and those who agree to abide by the ethics of the non-aggression principle. It is exclusively for those people. You can put your voluntarist ideas into action at liberty.menu. You can use code FTL to get a special badge. That's liberty.menu. Now, we're going to go to your calls in just a second, but at the end of the last segment, I had mentioned that it's not going to end until you, the listener, you, the regular people, you, the people who are, are grown tired of all of this stuff, uh, actually take it upon yourselves to do something, to take off your mask, to open your business, to you know highlight the ridiculousness of it. Um, and if you don't, this will just continue. Mm-hmm. How long, you might ask, may it continue? Well, Bloomberg.com seems to have an answer. It says, prognosis, when will life return to normal, question mark? In seven years at today's vaccine rates. And that might just be wishful thinking. It says, our new calculator shows how long it will take states and countries to vaccinate 75% of their populations. When will the pandemic end? It's the question hanging over just about everything since COVID-19 took over the world last year. The answer can be measured in vaccinations. Or can it? Hmm. Bloomberg has built the biggest database of COVID-19 shots given around the world with more than 119 million doses administered worldwide. U.S. science officials such as Anthony Fauci have suggested (laughs) it will take 70% to 85% coverage for the population for things to, quote, return to normal, unquote. Bloomberg's vaccine tracker shows that some countries are making far more rapid progress than others using 75% coverage with a two-dose vaccine as a target. They've determined, apparently, seven years. Well, and that's for this version of COVID. Right. As uh, as we mentioned at uh, the beginning, there's 4,000 different versions of this thing. All of a sudden. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there, there was one. Now, all of a sudden, there's 4,000 versions. So now are we talking, let's see. It, let's just say they're on target with their seven-year estimate. Mm-hmm. What's seven times 4,000? Uh, that would be 28,000. 28,000 years mm-hmm. until, you know, things return to, quote, normal, unquote. Well, that's if we develop a vaccine for every variant that exists now, and if by an absolute miracle this stops mutating. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, doesn't look like it's going to. I'm are, just going to go out on a limb here and assume that the laws of biology will continue to be what they are. And it will continue to mutate. We could talk more about this, but first, let's go to Anonymous calling from California. Anonymous, you're on Free Talk Live. Uh, good evening, guys. How are you doing? I'm good. What's on your mind tonight? Uh, So I'm just calling uh, because, like you mentioned before, uh, taking this into your own hands. I personally don't wear a mask. I don't social distance. I don't do any of that stuff. I think it's very counterproductive. Um, And I'd I'd like to perhaps propose an idea to take it even a step further to help others that, uh, you know, perhaps aren't 
uh, as willing to come out if they don't see a whole bunch of others like us. And that's to uh, start doing free hugs all over the country. Oh, um, free know, hugs. Nice. Wear, wear shirts, wear signs that say that you're willing to engage in human contact with other consenting, willing participants. Embrace uh, the revolution with free hugs. I like it. Right? I like it. And then, and then this, this sort of civil disobedience is most, is probably the most effective because the, the optics of arresting people that are just hugging others is horrible. And I think that it would um, bring attention to how horrible and dystopian uh, our lives have become up to this point and perhaps stop, make people pause and realize that maybe we shouldn't do this anymore and that human connection is something that's actually worth having. Uh, I'm for it. Is there any organization behind this? Is there, you know, a website where people can go to, I don't know, download a template for these free hug signs or anything like that? Um, not, I mean, I know that free hugs is a uh, movement that existed pre-COVID. Um, so I'm sure that if you just type uh, free hugs into, uh, you know, the DuckDuckGo Google search bar, nice. um, you'd be able to uh, to find it. Um, I would personally love to have an organization that uh, that actively uses the free hug movement to reestablish connection in between in between humans. Otherwise, we we might lose it in twenty seven thousand years, like you guys were saying. <laughs> yeah. Indeed, I appreciate the call tonight, anonymous. Uh, hug it out, right? Why not? Absolutely. Why not? Hug yeah, it out. That's a nice. It's a nice blast from the past. I remember when uh, free hugs uh, at least came on my radar uh, oh so many years ago, and it is so. It is such a strange thing to realize that just being human yeah. is such an act of defiance. Now, yeah, I mean that's what humans do. They hug each other, like they throw an arm around each other from time to time. It's it's an unimaginably human thing to do. Yeah, even the handshake, for that matter. Right. You know, um, it's it's weird now when you go hold out your hand to somebody to shake their hand who you've never met before or whatever, even if you have. And some people are, they just kind of look at you like, what are you doing? It's like trying to shake your hand, dude. That's what people do. Yeah. I've just learned not to do that. If I can't see their face, Yeah. if I can see your face, then okay, I'm going to treat you like a human being. Otherwise I, I just have to assume, and maybe this is not fair on my part, because I know a lot of people are doing this just because everyone else is doing it, but I will just assume that you are being driven by fear and that you would take it as an affront if I offered you my hand. Let's go to more of your thoughts. Let's go to RJ calling from uh, New Hampshire. RJ, you're on Free Talk Live. Hey, what's up? Not much. How are you doing? Good. How are you? What's, so, um, what's on your mind? Kind of as like a counter idea, I guess, to the free hugs. Why not free blowjobs? Nigger, 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 nigger. LRN.FM. You take when you open up the phones to absolutely anybody. It is Free Talk Live. Now, I'm not going to be, uh, you know, banning him from my platform, of course. <laughs> because, I mean, even though like I kind of feel like he should be for just being a putz. But, you know, we do call our show Free Talk Live for a reason. 603-283-6160 is our telephone number. You must behave according to the FCC. But other than that, whatever's on your mind. More coming up. If you want to move to the free state and you're looking for some real estate, well, I know a guy who's really great. It's the 
Looking for a great real estate investment? Consider New Hampshire, which is ground zero for the Liberty Movement. Your first call should be to Mark Warden from Porcupine Real Estate. He's more than just a real estate agent. He's your New Hampshire concierge. Where are the best places to live? Do you want farms, city, the burbs, or forest? Do you want a duplex or multifamily building so that renters pay your mortgage? There are homes in all price ranges in New Hampshire, and Mark can help with financing, too. Invest in Liberty and property. Mark Warden can help. PorcupineRealEstate.com Welcome back to the program. Welcome back to the show. It is Free Talk Live. The live Saturday night edition. Our telephone number is 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160 if you would like to call and join the conversation. In the studio tonight, it's myself, the captain. And Peakless Mountaineer. And we were talking about this article from Bloomberg that says, When will life return to normal? In seven years at today's vaccine rates, according to their new calculator. And that's just... And it's built on a few assumptions that are very questionable. It so, is. Uh, it, it, it's built on the assumption of uh, things will definitely go back to normal if we have everyone vaccinated. Uh, it's built on... I mean, to, to uh, go in the other direction, uh, it's built on Fauci's new number of 75%. Because yep. uh, beforehand he was saying uh, 60% at one point, and then he's slowly been creeping up. No, no, we won't have herd immunity until it's 75%. Um, and who knows if he's going to change that up to 80 or 90 or 95 or 99.999%. It takes everybody in order to... Which is patently false. I mean... Yeah. Uh, This says the calculations will be volatile, especially in the early days of the rollout, and the numbers can be distorted by temporary disruptions. For example, New York's target date was briefly pushed out to 17 months this week after a winter blizzard prevented some people from getting vaccinated. It's now back down to 13 months. Likewise, Canada's vaccination rate dropped in half uh, in recent weeks following reports of delayed vaccine shipments, etc., and so on. So a bunch of numbers and statistics around the assumptions that you've mm. talked about. Um, and and uh, and this is also to vaccinate absolutely everyone which uh, what I've been hearing is that people who have out. people that I've all that have already had covid when they get these vaccines it gets them sick. Yeah. That's what I've been hearing so that's that's a terrible idea. Oh, and some people straight up die. Plus the fact that usually what happens is when you get over an illness your body maintains the immunity to that at least that strain of it. Yeah. Uh, we could talk more about this article from Bloomberg, but first let's go to Erica calling from Florida. Erica, you're on free talk live. Hey, this is great. Um, I'm calling kind of in the same vein of the free hugs and how important it is right now to like get our American flags out on the corner and wave them because the United Nations in 1995 under Clinton made it, uh, you get a bad conduct discharge if you refuse to wear the United Nations uniform. Because Michael knew, you can go to MikeNew.com and see that 
1995, they kicked him out. He said, no way. He, he stood up with 500 UN blue and his army green, and they said, you're out, ban conduct discharge. And it went through the court, like maybe until 2001, and it stood. That's a lawful order. So, Erica, so, I get you know, we should, Yeah, I get that it's a good idea for people to stand up against things that they don't believe in. That's that's a net positive. What I'm curious about is what impact, what effect do you think people putting flags up and waving them about will have, and why is that important? Well, you know, their takeover can't just be like, Blocking the Capitol and and our news telling us that we've been taken over. No, our land is our land, you know, until you take it over, it's ours, you know. We stand on our land, whether, you know, people are trying to take it from outrageous property taxes or not. You know, we buy our land and, and you know. We're going to stand on it and defend it, and then we're going to wave our flag on it, and you can, like, bring your U.N. flags all you want, but well, that, that's that, a communist thing. That sounds all they, very they, nice and very, um, you know, patriotic, if you will, but the fact mm-hmm. of the matter is is you don't actually own your land because you have to pay taxes on your land perpetually, even after you pay off your mortgage. So, and if you right, don't... but we can change those laws. We can change those laws. Oh, can we? You know. I'd, I'd love to hear yeah, how. How do, how do we do yeah, that? Yeah, I mean, maybe we could um, start a movement where um, our taxes, we refuse to pay them in um, Federal Reserve notes. They have to be, we get to keep the money in Bitcoin until the, the money's due, and then we'll give you your money if it's not being used for communist, you know, Chinese causes where there's human butcheries, you know. How about if we just <laughs> abolish taxation altogether and allow people to decide what goods and services they would wish to pay for individually? Because we need roads, we need police. Yeah, we, those are goods and services. We do need services. some basic structures. We oh, do. yeah, we do need those. Those are essential services. We do need them. And, 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 and people will choose to, to have on, them. As much as they can be built from a local, locally administered um, position. You know, I fought against the Wisconsin referendum, and it was just a farce, you know. It was... Corruption from beginning to end. You know, these fancy-dancy architecture firms approach these public school districts and say, I think you need a new building, and would you like to go out for dinner? And they go, okay, and we'll run your Vote Yes campaign and and tell your community you need it. And uh, wink, wink, we'll get the job. You know, I told all this to the FBI. They did nothing. Of course. And, oh, one thing I need to say, there's a judge that Bruce Schroeder from Kenosha, Wisconsin, he filed like some emergency hearing on Kyle Rittenhouse Monday morning. And this judge in the 90s, he had a uh, sex offender halfway house next to a daycare in downtown Kenosha. This dude is like 100 years old. I don't even know why he is still a judge. And be very careful. Look at the what well, they're I can tell you one thing of why he's still a judge. Yeah, Erica, so with all of the corruption and all of the bad things that are going on and, uh, you know, people getting overrun and by these government officials, what gives you any confidence that we could change a law to abolish taxation? Because I have faith in God, and I think that that's what this country is built on, and I'm just not going to give up. Okay, well, thanks, I mean, thanks this is for the, the best call, Erica. We appreciate I mean, it. 
I agree with what she's uh, what she's driving at, but I don't think that the method is sound. Yeah, there's uh, except for that that, that mention on uh, on Bitcoin. I mean, she is right about if you if you move your if you move your money into cryptocurrency, then they cannot tax it. They can't take it out of your bank account. They can't garnish your wages when you're being paid in cryptocurrency. That is true. Those are accurate statements. And if you haven't already done so, I suggest putting some of your money into cryptocurrency. Not, you know, you don't want to put 100% of your money into it. Or anything else for that matter. You never put all your eggs in one basket. But it's certainly a good idea to put some of it there uh, into a place where folks like government officials uh, can't get at it. I just want to say that (laughs) passing a law to abolish taxation, yeah, if that was possible, it would have happened already. And well, and that, and that's the thing. Like you, you just have to stop participating. I mean, here, here's our circumstance. You are being threatened to follow more laws than you can even possibly imagine, and then can even be counted. Right. You are being threatened to do to do this, but you are participating, and as long as you participate, they will continue to abuse you. And yeah, we have new tools to avoid participation, the likes of which we have never seen before in human history. There's there's never been anything like cryptocurrency before. It is really the first, I'm going to call it anarchic infrastructure, mm-hmm. uh, because it exists in defiance of all authority. Absolutely. Globally. Absolutely. I mean, communist China tried to shut this thing down, and they're now the number one exporter of Bitcoin. Yeah. So that that lets you know that even the most uh, uh, police state level cannot do it. And yeah, absolutely. This is how you avoid, this is how you make taxes optional again. I don't, well, I mean, we could talk more about that, of course, but it's still goons threatening you to, and they're going to take your money and they're not going to stop until they are outnumbered. 603-283-6160. How do we get more people to stand up against these bullies, which is what they are, these tyrannical bullies? More Free Talk Live on the way. The telephone number that you need is 603-283-6160. Again, that's 603-283-6160. That is the telephone number to get on the air here on our show, the show you're listening to, Free Talk Live. And I am your host tonight, Captain Kickass, joining me. Pickles Mountaineer. And I wanted to tell you about Liberty Stickers. Uh, Do you want to reach people with the ideas of liberty? If so, you can do it from the back of your car with libertystickers.com. You can reach thousands of people with a bumper sticker, and you know people love to read them. Check out the vast selection of witty, poignant, pithy, and downright bombastic liberty-oriented messages at libertystickers.com. That's libertystickers.com. 
Uh, before we circle back to this article from Bloomberg, let's just go ahead and bring Chris from Albuquerque on the line. Chris, you're on Free Talk Live. Hi. Um, it's been a long time since I've listened to your show. Um, I understand you guys are libertarian, and I understand um, the concept of freedom and liberty. But when we live in society, um, there is a limit to freedom, and there is a limit to liberty. And that freedom is my liberty and my freedom. In other words, your liberty and your freedom has one limit, my liberty and my freedom. Right, that's what the non that's what the non aggression principle uh, is all about. Right, it's that uh, you know basically do whatever you want as long as you are not harming another person or damaging another person's property. Okay, so we're on we're on the same line here. Mm-hmm. So when we apply that to coronavirus, uh, um, the coronavirus epidemic, um, your freedom not to wear a mask. Or not to keep distancing, and I'm hoping the pre- the caller who called earlier is listening, is limited by my freedom, my liberty to live um, free of illness or free of this illness and not to die. So I'm sorry, but um, I believe that um, a penalty should be imposed for people who do not keep distancing and do not keep a mask. In Europe, it's usually 50 bucks the first time, and it can go up to 1,200, I'm sorry, 1,500 uh, after three times. So you think it's okay for otherwise healthy people to be treated as if they're ill? Uh, a lot of people who have uh, the virus are asymptomatic, and you are asymptomatic during the first, well, it's debated, but let's say four or five days. So who gets to decide this exactly? Uh, the people we elect, in other words, government ah, officials. Well, who that's are advised, the, that is the opposite of liberty. Scientists. I'm sorry? That is the opposite of liberty. So as soon as... Oh, oh, so, who, do, who, do, who, do, okay, who do you then want to decide? I want the person whose body it is to decide what happens with it. Okay, but that that person has... That person's liberty is limited by my liberty or my freedom not to get sick and not to die. Okay, so then how come you haven't been wearing a mask for all of the previous flu seasons or the previous COVID, the previous SARS, or any of the other topical diseases that have passed through our news cycles? I'm sorry, I missed the beginning of the question. What happened then? Why haven't you worn a mask and social distanced Every single year when it's flu season, hundreds of thousands of people die because of this every single year. Yeah, the flu is not as deadly, and um, the previous uh, SARS epidemic went away without... Regardless uh, of whether it's as deadly or not, which we can have that argument, but regardless of that, we know for a fact that flu is deadly. Flu kills hundreds of thousands every year. Yep. Okay. So how come so you're you not wearing a mask? Somewhere. You draw the line somewhere. The flu, the you, flu doesn't you do have to draw the line hospitals. somewhere. You know where I draw the line? I draw the line at individual decision. If you are comfortable, more comfortable wearing a mask and you think it's going to be helpful, then go ahead. But you have absolutely zero right to dictate what I wear on my face. Or anywhere else for that matter. Correct. And you have, and you have no right to put my life at risk. I don't put your life at risk. Well, yeah, if you are contagious and you are around me and you don't keep distancing and you don't keep your mask on. Yeah, you that's a whole lot of ifs. Work. You're making assumptions based on zero data. Right. And, and if what, you can show, what this, 
based on what the virologists and the epidemiologists are saying all around the world. Can you show me evidence of asymptomatic transmission? You know, I'm not a virologist, I'm not an epidemiologist, Uh, but anyway, let's look at the example of Singapore, for example, which is not very well known for its freedom and liberty. Uh, They have three large universities open. Uh, I got this from an article on Fox, by the way, VOX, and uh, they have three large universities open. I don't remember the numbers, I believe total 15,000 students. They are imposing extremely strict conditions. And so the students have the freedom and liberty to study on campus with those conditions, of course. Hey, Chris, I have have a question for you. I have a question. Do you drive a car? Uh Uh-huh. So I I drive a car as well. Now, motor vehicle accidents kill many people every year. Now, you're piloting a motor vehicle, basically a weapon with wheels, and you're putting other people yes. at risk every time you get behind that wheel. Are you going to stop driving? When no, are you going to stop driving? And it's mandated by the government. When when are you going to stop driving and putting other people at risk? Guess what, I Chris? Guess what, Chris? Life life is risk. Like just being alive yep. is so, risky. So if the government misses something, so if the government misses something that you're putting someone's life at danger, then it's okay for you to put their life at danger. I never said that. Okay. But anyway, well, let me finish the Singapore story, by the way. They haven't had a single case of um, of uh, COVID on those three campuses, period. Mask and distancing work, and the penalties are very severe in Singapore. So if masks and distancing works, how come the cases are going up? Because there's no perfect mask, or people are using imperfect masks, I should say, and because there are, a lot of them are not respecting mask and distancing, and because the main the main source of contagion is meeting with people, groups, and family members. Okay, well, then how come? That's not no, hang on, hang on. Then, then Chris, how come the flu has all but disappeared? That is that is a mystery that um, uh, two of our top virologists are scratching their head about. Either the masks work or they don't, the Chris. Are, are, Either the masks work or they don't. Now, the cases of COVID keep going up, but the cases of flu have all but disappeared. Now, you want to say that the masks uh, aren't working or enough people aren't using them, and that's why the cases of COVID are going up, but you want to say that the flu has disappeared because people are wearing their masks. You can't have it both ways. I, I, I never said that. I never said that. You said that. Okay. Uh, we don't know why the flu cases are down. Uh, a lot of people do. on your side are, are actually suspecting that some right. hold on, hold on, Chris. Peakless are Mount- actually flu cases. Peakless Mountaineer here wants well, to no, say something. Hold on, hold on. I think, I think he, he nailed it right there. Okay. A lot of us are, are what it appears to be the most parsimonious explanation for why the flu has mysteriously vanished and COVID numbers continue to rise is because the 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 flu is being counted as covid now there's a couple of specific reasons for this so number one you have uh you have hospitals which have been stopped from all of their ordinary activity all of the the pre-planned surgeries those are out all of the the cancer screenings all of that we have to stop all of the regular activity but we're allowed to do this now they're also given over ten thousand dollars each for every COVID patient. 
And because the testing is relatively unreliable, both in uh, false positives and false negatives, a lot of what they do is they go by the symptoms. And the list of symptoms for COVID are nearly identical to symptoms for flu. Now, uh, one of the things that could tell you a difference is if someone has a runny nose. Okay, so a hospital can do one of two things. It can check for a runny nose and possibly lose $10,000 if it does, or it can stay in business and call it COVID. Yeah, the, the evidence for that conspiracy theory is flimsy so far. Uh, I, I mean, the flu disappearing isn't really flimsy evidence, Chris, and we thank you for the call. Uh, I, I, you know, I don't know. I mean, I guess you can't get through to everybody. Well, if you at your if you at your core believe that people belong to their government, then of course this is going to be your perspective. Are you an obedient sheep? 603-283-6160. I guess if you are, you're not going to call. <laughs> this is Free Talk Live. We've got hour number 2 coming up. Look, I'm sorry, but you're in for a world of pain if you use Coinomi. The reason is their wallet doesn't support payments. The solution is simple. Let them hear your voice. Message Coinomi on Twitter. It takes five seconds and tell them any pay sent you because they're on the fence right now. And your voice will prove that people care about using Bitcoin for payments. Go tweet at Coinomi now or even better, leave a review in the app store. They really pay attention there. Thanks. Free Talk Live. Welcome back to the program. Welcome back to the show. It is Free Talk Live, hour number three. Number three. Kicking off. I, I misspoke at the end of the last segment. Said hour number two coming up. I was wrong. And this is my correction. I have issued a correction. For those of you thinking that you had traveled back in time one hour. In time. In time. In time. Yes, I am a time traveler. Just uh, only forward and at a very specific rate. I exist in several different time zones simultaneously. Mm, that's true. Uh, yes, 603-283-6160 is the telephone number for Free Talk Live. That is the show you are listening to. If you would like to call in, get on the air, talk about whatever's on your mind. And you, too, can exist in multiple time zones. You can. You can be broadcast. That's cast broadly over the airwaves or the Internet or satellite. Depending. And? 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 But wait, there's more. Is there more? Uh, in the studio tonight, it's myself, the captain. And Peakless Mountaineer. And since it's been a COVID evening, according to the headlines, we had mentioned this during the first segment of the first hour. But when this whole COVID thing came around, it was one thing. And all the news was, was out of Wuhan, Wuhan, whatever, however you want to pronounce that. And then it came to the States somehow, like way before they actually, you know, uh, it came to the States well before they actually uh, were alerting everybody via the news. Uh, evidence has shown that it may have been in the States as early as the previous fall. 
Mm. Which were the reports that I was getting from actual people. Yeah. And so, of course, the governments around the globe have overreacted in ways that have made people do, well, inexplicable things like champion for the tyranny of their fellow man. Because, you know, it's a great thing when uh, when governments start telling you what to wear, what to put on your body, and, uh, oh, you know, occasionally round you up into camps for not complying. And so if that wasn't bad enough, this one thing that the government is using uh, as its excuse to rain down more tyranny, this from news.trust.org, a Reuters Foundation, Thompson Reuters Foundation News. World faces around 4,000 COVID 19 variants as Britain explores mixed vaccine shots. Bullet points here world faces around 4,000 variants of novel coronavirus. UK trials combining Pfizer and AstraZeneca vaccine. They're combining the vaccines now. Mm hmm. Because <laughs> one vaccine wasn't nearly ris- risky enough. You know, I mean, what if what if Pfizer got it right and AstraZeneca got it wrong? I mean, sure, like half of your people would be fine. I mean, they, you, you couldn't you couldn't do that. The UK says vaccines likely to work on different variants. How could uh, okay? I can say that vaccines are likely to make balloons come out of your ears. <laughs> Does that make it real? <laughs> I'd I'd like to see your trials. <laughs> Uh, all drug makers and i mean i'd really like to have video on them because that would be hilarious all drug makers are looking to improve vaccines for new variants Uh, of course i mean this article is pretty useless really other than the fact that suddenly it went from you know one thing to two i heard about a variant Recently. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I heard, and uh, it was the first I was hearing of a, a third wave. Okay, which you know kind of implies a variation well, the, on it. The, so, and there's different meanings for the term wave when mm. it comes to government context. Because when the government put everybody into lockdown, yes, that is a prison term. Yes, they used it on their own citizens. Lockdown. Uh, when they put everybody into lockdown, and it was the two weeks to flatten the curve, the second wave was referred to what happens after that two weeks expires. Mm-hmm. That, oh, people will experience the second wave, right? Because we've locked down, we've flattened the curve, everybody's going to get it, but you know we'll have slowed it down enough that you know the hospitals won't be overwhelmed, and we won't have to call in the the ships and you know turn football stadiums into makeshift hospitals and you know that kind of stuff. That was the well, we won't have to, but let's do it anyway. That 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 was sort of the plan, if I recall correctly. Mm-hmm. Now there's a second variant that I've heard about in the last oh, I guess month or so. Mm-hmm. You know, and suddenly this was published on Thursday, the fourth of February of 2021. Suddenly there's 4,000 COVID-19 variants. Now, we talked about it a little bit earlier in the program about if you take the seven years that they're predicting for the one corona or the one COVID-19 to people get fully vaccinated, then now you have to do it 4,000 more times. Is that 4,000 more vaccines? It would seem to be the case, yeah. I mean, if you have a, a very, like, that's why you have the, the different flu vaccines, right? Because every year flu mutates, so they, they sort of 
make their best educated guess as to, you know, uh, you know, a dozen or so or a couple dozen variants that they expect to be the most common flu uh, strains that will be infecting people. And they vaccinate against those because it mutates all of the time and you have to make new vaccines for new variations on a, on a virus. So, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, anyone out there who has better information, but that sounds like you'd have to have 4,000 different vaccines if you want this fully covered. And I mean, you know, this isn't like this isn't like we all live in completely isolated areas anymore. I mean, this is a post-jet world. Right. Yeah, there is international travel across country, across globe, around the around the globe. Uh, This article says the world faces around 4,000 variants of the virus that causes COVID-19, prompting a race to improve vaccines, Britain said on Thursday, as researchers began to explore mixing doses of the Pfizer and AstraZeneca shot in a world first. You know what this sounds like? This sounds like when I'm at the bar and I'm with hanging out with my bros and we start some drinking and one guy's having a shot of this and another guy's having a shot of the other thing and I go, you know what? Let's combine those two shots and then drink it and see what happens. That's what it reminds me of. These are uh, professional folks. You know, you know what it reminds me of. So you're uh, you're at the the car lot and you've you've you know finally negotiated your price and you get down to it and it's like oh but what about the undercoating? <laughs> you know because Pfizer, AstraZeneca, I mean they they were they were already going to make an unbelievable amount of money on just the one vaccine. But wait, there's more. Mecca vaccine. That's what it is. It's like Voltron of vaccines. <laughs> and all the different vaccines form one Mecca vaccine. Uh, thousands of variants have been documented as the virus mutates, including the so-called British, South African, and Brazilian variants. Oh, uh, the Brazilian is the one that doesn't have any pubic hair. <laughs> 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 Which appear to spread more swiftly than others. British Vaccine Deployment Minister Nadim Zawal said it was very unlikely that the current vaccines would not work against the new variants. Uh, I guess we've answered our question then. Mm. Uh, well, at least according to this one guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, quote, it's very unlikely that the current vaccine won't be effective on the variants, whether in Kent or other variants, especially when it comes to severe illness and hospitalization, Zawi told Sky News. All manufacturers, Pfizer, BioNTech, Moderna, Oxford, AstraZeneca, and others are looking at how they can improve their vaccine to make sure we are ready for any variant. There are about 4,000 variants around the world of COVID now. How did the number get from 2 to 4,000? Well, and a lot of this sounds to me like they're preemptively covering themselves for if this vaccine is, say, completely ineffective or even very counter-effective. It's like, oh, well, we just didn't, we just, we thought it was going to cover these other 3,998 versions of them. But now it turns out that when you have this version with this version of the virus, ah, just, it's terrible. It's like when you, uh... When I got my one of my first jobs, I, I had to clean floors and bathrooms. Mm-hmm. And one of the things they told us not to do was mix like bleach and Mister Clean and like Windex and you know don't put different chemicals together when you don't know what's going to happen with them. And yeah, this is so early. There's no testing. Six zero three two eight three six one six zero. More free talk live on the way.
Yes, welcome back to the show. It is Free Talk Live. Thanks for listening to the program, everybody. In the studio tonight, it's myself, the captain. And Peakless Mountaineer. And (laughs) there was a caller not too long ago who called in, and somehow we got onto the subject of Fork Fest. Mm. Not Pork Fest, Porcupine Freedom Festival, but Fork Fest, mm-hmm. the festival that forked off of the Porcupine Freedom Festival. Mm-hmm. They were not aware of the events that transpired that created Fork Fest. Mm. And they seemed to be under the impression that it was one of these like food truck gatherings. <laughs> you know, Fork Fest. Well, you know, judging you know? by the name. <laughs> Uh, well, well, and so Pork Fest, which is obviously a bacon-related event, right? Yes, and it's uh, it, it's a related event Fork Fest, which is uh, only for those bacon dishes that require a fork to eat. Uh, so anyway, none of that is true, and in fact, you can join liberty-minded voluntarists, anarchists. And libertarians from June twenty eighth through July fourth for Forkfest twenty twenty one at Rogers Campground in the beautiful White Mountains of New Hampshire. Forkfest happens the week after the Porcupine Freedom Festival, and Forkfest is decentralized, which means no one is in charge. That also means there's no ticket cost. Just reserve your camping, RV site, or motel room with Rogers Campground for June twenty eighth through July fourth. Where better to celebrate Independence Day than around other freedom-loving, freedom-loving activists in the Shire? You can relax and enjoy the camaraderie of like-minded people, or you can create whatever experience or event you'd like others to have. If you're planning an event for ForkFest, be sure to let others know in advance. You can connect with fellow ForkFesters via the unofficial Telegram chat or the ForkFest forum. Links to those are on the unofficial website, forkfest.party. Mark your calendar, June 28th through July 4th, 2021. We'll see you at ForkFest.Party. And I just want to be completely clear about ForkFest. Yes, there will be food. There will. But that's not the whole point. It's not the focus. It's not the focus. Some delicious food, too. I had some great stuff. Oh, yeah. I had some great food last time. And it's food that you can get in exchange for, uh, you know, blood dollars or cryptocurrency of multiple varieties or goldbacks oh i love i love trading goldbacks for food i know it's so awesome it's just wholesome it just it makes it makes you feel all warm and fuzzy it it really does give me the warm fuzzies indeed Uh, Um, i i exchanged a a massage for silver that was a wonderful experience for me nice yeah that's awesome yeah uh let's go to your calls and thoughts we have robert calling from south carolina robert you're on free talk live yes hi um, you know, I was thinking to myself with regard to the to the virus. I understood that um, the death rate is not any higher than it was like a year ago. I mean, we have people zillions of people dying by of the uh, of the virus, hundreds of thousands, four hundred sixteen thousand or something like that. But they say that the statistics, the death statistics, are all flat. In other words, there's not a single or <laughs> it's almost like there's, there are no extra people dying every year. So right. so. And nobody goes into detail as to why that may happen to be. Did, did you understand it that way? Yeah, as I understand it, you still have more than a 99% chance of recovering from the COVID-19 virus should you contract it. Mm-hmm. And that hasn't changed. Right. 
And and that is actually something we've been covering here that while they and it's because of exactly what you pointed out, that they shifted the focus from covid death increases to covid case increases. And part of that is that death is is a very specific thing. You have very specific numbers that are easily checked when it's death. Now, what caused the death gets a little bit uh, uh, fuzzier, but who died, how many people is very, very clear. But cases, on the other hand, all you have to do is change the threshold of testing and you can increase or decrease cases of a virus at whim. And and that's exactly the thing where they are using this to terrify people. And since the deaths haven't increased, that's not scary. I don't know what to think, Steve, because I never get sick of anything. I, I never take those flu vaccines. I'm 67 years old, and I never take those, never, ever take the flu vaccines or any of that stuff. Mm-hmm. And and they always are harping on me. I get a call from the hospital. I get a call from my physician, my insurance company, and the drugstore about taking the, getting the flu vaccine. They're all telling me how, how dangerous it can be. And so I, but I said, look, if I ever sense that I'm getting to get sick of anything, if I ever get an extra sneeze, I'll, I'll definitely check it out. But as long as there's nothing wrong with me, I'm not going to try to fix what isn't broken. And, and that's such an old rule that I always follow. And I don't know, maybe it's because of my heritage. Um, my, 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 I'm a partially of, of, of a certain, of certain descents that seem never to have gotten sick. I mean, my, my, for example, my father's father's family, they, they all of the, all of the siblings died in their sleep. None of, none of them ever got sick of anything. But hmm. on the other hand, I, like I told you about the figure that I just mentioned, I, I, I really want to, so I, I, in the meantime, I haven't, I haven't taken anything. And, and, and when the time comes up for me to say yes or no to the vaccine, I tendentially would probably say no, but then they tell me, oh, that's a horrible mistake. What would you say about that? Uh, I would also refuse the vaccine. Uh, I'm not sold that even the flu vaccine is effective. I'm certainly less sold on the rapid deployment oh, of yeah. the speed rapid of these, you know, uh, mRNA style vaccines that in record time, multiple companies seem to have suddenly come up with. Oh, yeah. I am call me a skeptic, but it's kind of like for me, it's with technology. It's kind of the same in that respect. Uh, the newest uh, you know, smartphone will come out and I won't get it right away. I'll wait until a few hundred thousand people have the smartphone and can report feedback on an online forum somewhere where I can read it. And then I'll make my decision as to whether or not I'm going to get that particular item or not. Uh, you know, after I, I'm not going to go and get it before everybody's had a chance to test it and use it for their own, you know, purposes. So. And and a smartphone is something that they've they've already tested it before they release it, and that has been somewhat true of vaccines in the past, but it's not true of this one. Yeah, so uh, what I'm trying to get at, I guess, is that uh, I'm going to be far more skeptical about a medical thing put in my body than I am about a piece of technology, the magic rectangle that I carry around in my pocket. Yes, I can just understand that. They, they say that um, messenger ribonucleic acid, you can't really be sure that over the very long term uh, and, and with millions of people that nothing's that, that that something might go wrong because you're dealing with, as, as even the word, the name describes, messenger RNA. In other words, that's basically something that's changing the, the, the basic setup that's in your body and that's in all of our bodies. You're changing it. You're sending a message to it to do something. And, and, and you don't know if there's any, maybe a little side effect that's 
it's going to change it over the long haul to something that you maybe didn't exactly plan for. What yeah, do you think about that? Right. Yeah, I mean, it could be, you know, to talk in terms of software, they could be giving you the wrong message or a message that's not right for your particular body, even though it might be right for other people's bodies. And we thank you for the call tonight, Robert. Uh, it, yeah, I'm I'm skeptical, and if you know somebody were to come and say, put a gun to my head, and you know, choose the bullet or choose the vaccine, well, I guess the captain would be gone. 603-283-6160. Are you going to get the vaccine? More coming up. Ross Ulbricht is serving a double life sentence without parole for all nonviolent charges. He is a first-time offender, and no victims were named at trial. Ross is condemned to die in a cage because he made a website called Silk Road that allowed people to exchange what they chose using Bitcoin as long as no third party was harmed. Please help. Sign and share the petition at freeross.org to commute Ross's sentence and bring him home. Yes, it is Free Talk Live, the live call-in radio talk program where you can take control of the airwaves, talk about anything that's on your mind. The only rules we have are don't violate the FCC rules. If you do, you get dumped. That's how it works. In the studio tonight, it's myself, the captain. And Peakless Mountaineer. And we were talking in the previous segment about... The mRNA type of vaccine. Right. And that it's new and that it is, I mean, it's never been tested. It's never been used on humans ever. Honestly, I think it's questionable whether even this counts as a vaccine. Because I've heard other people say that. And by I've heard other people, I mean, I've read that elsewhere. I read in an article and I don't remember where from. I didn't bring it for show prep because it contains some other things that I didn't think uh, you know, would be good for this particular show. But it did say that the manufacturers, or at least two of the different people uh, from the different manufacturers, that would be Pfizer, BioNTech, Moderna, or AstraZeneca, among others. Uh, uh, quick note, by the way, uh, Moderna's stock ticker is mRNA, so make of that what you will. Weird. I know. Uh, I read that the people behind these vaccines have literally called it a platform now a programming platform and what this means is and this is in layperson's terms so i'm not a, a scientist i'm not a biologist i'm not a virologist obviously but what this means is that they are using a method of programming these cells within the vaccines to tell your body give your body a set of instructions much in the same way uh, an app that you download on your phone tells your phone a certain set of instructions and what to do. And this is the first time. Now, what else are they telling your body to do other than, you know, hey, battle this coronavirus? Does anybody know? Well, and it's not even battle this coronavirus. Uh, what this does, because uh, I've looked into this, and so uh, just a, a quick overview. So mRNA, messenger uh 
ribonucleic RNA, acid. RNA, yeah, ribonucleic right. acid. It's like DNA, only it's much uh, cheaper and easier for the body to make because it's a much shorter term uh, use. Also, also how uh, viruses work, they're, they're also RNA. So messenger RNA sends out a message to your body to do a thing, mm-hmm. like code for this program, for this protein, or look out for this pathogen, or uh, you know, create this hormone, what have you. Now, what this particular so-called vaccine is, it changes your cellular structure so that your ACE2 receptor does not accept the coronavirus. That's what it's there to do. It's to send a message to your cells that they need to change their part of their component so that it no longer accepts this virus as if it were ACE2. Okay. Now, one of the problems that they've run into is that your body sees this as a foreign mRNA, which it is, and if you have a healthy immune system, it frequently will damage this so-called vaccine on its way in. And we have no idea what that what the effects of that can be. Right, because if your immune system is otherwise healthy, it's going to see this as a potential invader, and it's going to attack it, damage it, and then we don't know what the ramifications of that are. Right, so you have a random message for a random change going through a body. It's incredibly dangerous. Right. Who knows if that changes the message? Right. Right. Or what the message becomes distorted or garbled as and you know, eventually tells your body what to do. It's all and, and that's, interesting stuff. And that's assuming everything's on the up and up. Right. That's assuming that they're, they're not putting anything else in there that they didn't bother to mention or like, oh, it's very technical, so we just didn't include it, uh, that... Which who knows? And 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 in these articles, they're talking about like, yeah, we've we've got this program that we can do for your hardware. We also have the potential of doing all of these other kinds of programs that we could do. Yeah, uh, in my book, nature has been doing a right fine job thus far. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I I would rather not have mankind being experimental on my body, particularly with things that well are new. You know? Well, I mean, it, it's kind of like if you have a secure network, you know, like a, like a bank does for for ordinary currency, right? And then you're just going to let someone hack into it, right? Yeah, and just you know trust that they won't say transfer money to their account, right? Exactly. Uh, and we could talk more about that. I just wanted to get that out. We were talking oh, yeah. off air, and I wanted to make sure that the listeners, you know, understood our position on this. Yeah. Uh, but first, let's go to your calls and thoughts. Uh, we'll start with Ronald. Uh, he's calling from Indiana. Ronald, you are on Free Talk Live. Hello, friends. How are you doing? I love your show, I'd like to say, for a start. Appreciate that. Uh, What's on your mind? Well, I called in to complain about Fox firing uh, Lou Dobbs, and <laughs> I hope the other newscasters realize that they're next. You know, that's how that stuff goes, but I'd like to chime oh, yeah. in on the virus, too, if I may. What What did they fire Lou Dobbs for? Because he liked Trump. Huh. huh. Weird. Well, I mean, the, yeah, I guess <laughs> well, the uh, the Republican establishment is absolutely turning their back on Trump and his followers and populism in general. So I guess it's not that surprising. It, it's kind yeah, of sad because right. uh, right. Lou Dobbs right. was one of the few people who would occasionally say things that are just really true, really important and kind of against the, the general mainstream method or uh, message. I yeah, mean. Absolutely. Well, I can't have any of that. Well, I I wonder if they're coming <laughs> for Tucker Carlson next. Nowhere, will you? Good Lord knows, we we don't need any truth. Absolutely. <laughs> what else is on your mind, Ronald? World. What else was on your mind, Ronald? Wait, I'm sorry. What else was on your mind? Oh, the uh, I was in the hospital about six weeks ago, mm-hmm. 
and they told me I was getting a flu shot. About five days later, I broke out with scabs on my body. I don't know if they lied and it was a COVID shot, if they would actually do that. I mean, mm. God forbid hospitals start lying to you. Mm. <laughs> you did, know? Did you go back or did you recover from it by yourself? Uh, you know, I've seen a couple doctors. They just kind of brushed me off and act like, well, ain't nothing. You're okay. They wow. took, I mean, they took blood and stuff, so I assume I'm okay, but I still got scabs all over my side and my back, my chest. Well, I hope you don't mutate into a. Arms, but I hope you don't mutate into a Democrat. <laughs> oh, don't worry, boy. There's never. Hey, hey, you know, I got four. I got four email addresses, and they're all Captain Ron. And bless you, Captain, my friend, and I love your show. <laughs> Thanks for the call. <laughs> Just having a little fun there. I, uh, I, I have equal disdain for Democrats as well as Republicans. Uh, I think that uh, as organizations, loosely, though I use the term, uh, they are both. You know, birds, uh, two wings of the same bird. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, i i had uh, I had an open mind for about five seconds when uh, the populist choice got the nominee, uh, where it did not on the Democratic Party. I'm like, wow, they have proven themselves at least for this moment to be slightly less corrupt than their opposition. Did you know that? And they shored that up real quick. Did you know that Biden is an acronym? Hmm. Biggest idiot Democrats ever nominated. Hmm. I saw that online. I laughed. I got a chuckle. <laughs> well, I mean, he clearly has dementia, and that is something that you are not allowed to talk about. <laughs> he clearly, uh, I don't even know. I, if How a population can allow somebody of that state of mind to take arguably the most deadly position on planet Earth. Well, it's beyond me. It's because they didn't like what Trump said. And it's really not a matter of did because what he did really wasn't any different. But it was what he said. And the way he talked and the way he comported himself was not uh, what we expect of our president. It wasn't w- how we want to be represented on the world stage, yada, yada, oh, yeah, yada. Yeah, so put a huge warmonger in the chair of the largest military ever known to man. Ah, but he's a warmonger that cares about diversity. Wait, is it the largest military? Oh, in the, the history of mankind. But absolutely. Isn't, isn't China bigger? Oh, uh, no. Population-wise? Oh, oh uh, population-wise, yeah. uh, maybe. Okay. But like uh, okay. as far as uh, equipment, spending, all yeah, that. Yeah, I know there's more bases and you know it's basically an empire and yada 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 i just well, to put somebody in that position is dumb well and that's the thing i mean when it comes to our politics we don't care what people do we care what they say power should never be so centralized that one man can have that much power at any one given time that's a fact Six zero three two eight three six one six zero. we'll get more of your calls and thoughts And we'll talk more about all sorts of fun stuff. More Free Talk Live is inbound. Yes, it is Free Talk Live, the final segment of this Saturday night's program. In the studio tonight, it is myself, the Reverend Captain Kickass, joining me. Beakless Mountaineer. And we're here seven nights a week from 7 p.m. until 10 p.m. Eastern. That's four until seven Pacific. And if you're in another time zone, well, you know, do the math, figure it out. <laughs> you're a big boy or girl. 
or nondescript humanoid. <laughs> Apache helicopter. Uh, if you're capable of math, figure it out. Reach for the magic rectangle in your pocket. <laughs> I've come to calling it that. I used to call it the glowing box. People say, what do you do for a living? And I say, I stare at the glowing box. Well, I, for one, was trained from a very early age that I had to do the math of Eastern time. If they were going to announce a TV show, yeah. they were always going to say such and such Eastern right. time. Yeah, yeah. Central Mountain is the, is the real killer. It, and that's yeah. what I had to calculate most of the time yeah, was Mountain if you're, Time. If you're, and, and if you're in Mountain Time in like, I think it's Arizona, is where they don't change. Yeah. And so like that's- Which, which I am very, very strongly in favor of Stop the daylight savings thing. <laughs> I call it government savings it's time It's insane. Yeah. It wastes time, energy, and, oh, yeah, human life every year. Anyway. Uh, let's continue on with our calls. We have David in New Mexico. David, you're on Free Talk Live. Yeah, since we're uh, still a government of the people, by the people, for the people, I'm going to open another formal session of government right now. And uh, first of all, I wanted to say that um, – that a caller, Chris from uh, Albuquerque, he just got off the radio earlier today on the local station, and he with the same same uh, uh, presentation there as here. Mm. And was Chris, that the European you, the European sounding guy? Uh, yeah, that... Chris, you just need to go. You need to go back to Europe. America was founded on freedom, and what you're suggesting is not freedom. It's not compatible. It is compatible over in Germany and France. Go back there. Leave us alone. And and so uh, and I and people like Chris, he presents plenty of material to debate and to make points with. Uh, however, they're not worth even debating anymore. Just go away. We've already discussed all of that uh, over and over again. Moving forward uh, in our session of government here, the state of New Mexico and the second, uh, well, the Metro Court, the Bernalillo County District Attorney Raul Torres has prosecuted me for five years. And uh, recently, over the last six months, uh, they had four different charges, and Raul, your assistant DAs or whoever made the decisions, have surrendered to me. I have taken your conditional surrender four different times on the four different charges. You lost, loser. Okay, however... Um, in this formal session of government, Raul Torres, I would like to uh, invite you, ask you, request of you, challenge you, and dare you, since you have a few more weeks of time for with which you can still prosecute me. You can you can uh, uh, motion to reopen the cases and withdraw your motion uh, for uh, dismissal. Um, and fight me again. And since you have a few more weeks to do that, I will challenge you to do that, Raul, because it was fun fighting you for these five years and the tens of thousands of dollars of taxpayer money, state of New Mexico taxpayer money, that you wasted, Raul. And since you're going to probably try to run for governor at some point in the future, the uh, taxpayers would like you to uh, uh, finish what you started with their tens of thousands of dollars trying to put me in prison. Um, so please, Raul, take me up on that offer. <laughs> you know, David, if you and Raul were both uh, heavy libertarians or even anarchists, we could host a duel between the two of you at this year's Fork Fest, a match, if you I will, accept. a boxing match, if you will. I'd love to see it. I accept. <laughs> Well, now I guess the ball is in Raul's court, as it normally is. Yes, <laughs> yes. Judge so Torres, in Mexico, call please. in and please accept this challenge. Yep. 
Yeah, we, well, guaranteed, Raul will hear about it. That's the way it works in New Mexico. Raul, I have called him out, and I'm challenging his man card. All right. Any further thoughts, David? Uh, no, but that's a really cool idea. I would, I, I would actually make the trip to New Hampshire to do a uh, lawful sanctioned uh, MMA or boxing or whatever Raul chooses. Yeah, word. All right, we'll uh, write that down on the calendar in uh, parentheses as a tentative thing. We'll pencil it in and uh, let you know if Raul calls. Thanks for the call tonight, David. Uh, he, he may be the first judge to lose a boxing match in absentia. Oh, yeah. Huh? Yeah. I, I just, Load up on firsts for Forkfest, you know? <laughs> I think that would be a fantastic idea, though, right? <laughs> David from New Mexico and Raul, this statist guy, right? Getting into the ring, right? Settle their differences. That'd be great. You know, uh, that is certainly a voluntary form of dispute resolution. Yeah. Right? If they agree to, hey, whoever wins the match, you win X, right? This is all written out beforehand a contract is signed and it's a very honest way to do it because as a judge you obviously believe that violence is the way to solve these problems and threats of violence so you know step up yeah you know if you want to do violence to to people in order to get your way well do it yourself yeah and that's the problem that i have with well all politicians really Mm -hmm. is because they're always getting somebody else to do the dirty work for them Mm mm-hmm you know, whether it's uh, sending poor people to go bomb brown children in faraway countries or, you know, hiring regular people to you know, lay a flat thing that vehicles can roll upon. Right. But first they take a giant cut for themselves after forcibly extracting the money from people. They take a big cut for themselves and then they hire regular people to build these structures mm-hmm. for them. They they don't actually do anything, and somehow they reap the rewards from not yeah. doing anything. And I, I'm not down with that at all. Yeah, and since you mentioned build the roads, I'm gonna I'm gonna put this out here again, and I, it won't be the last time. But you know, everyone out there, like you, you've seen potholes. Okay, which has more potholes, the parking lot or the road there? <laughs> <sighs> Got to tell you, in my experience, it is always the road that has more potholes than the parking lot. Yeah, at least me driving around town here in Keene, New Hampshire, uh, certainly the road. I can tell you verifiably in the Seattle, Washington area, it's definitely the, quote, government roads, unquote, that have the most damage and are the most frail and are the most in need of repair versus the parking lots or the private roads that yeah. do exist. How many years have we been talking about our crumbling infrastructure? Oh, yeah. Okay, no one's going to do anything about it. No one has done anything about it. So, yeah, this is why. Because think, th- there, there's no benefit to doing it. Yeah. Some years ago, there was, uh, I think it was the 35W in Minneapolis or St. Paul. Uh, it was a bridge that went over like the Mississippi. Maybe seven, eight years ago, a decade ago. The bridge just collapsed, mm. like while people were driving across it, and of course it came. It came out that, well, you know, the bridge is in need of repair and has been for quite some time. Blah 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 blah. And it's because, well, nobody's doing anything about it. Yeah. How about we? How about we put the people who decided not to fix this bridge, since they were the only ones legally allowed to fix this bridge? How about we put them on trial? Yeah. Say, okay, you saw this problem. And you, in let's put them on trial for criminal negligence. Yep. You know, every single one in America, that would be beautiful. Well, the same thing goes for even, like, local governments, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, you're a mayor and you don't want people parking in this particular area of your city? Well, then go out there and stop them from parking there yourself. 
Don't hire other people to do it for you. You do it yourself. Get out there and do the dirty work yourself. Same goes for governors. Oh, you want people to forcibly wear masks in your town? Great. Get out there and start masking these people yourself. Oh, I would adore Put yourself his, in that position. I would adore it if His Excellency would come to tell me to put on a mask. Yeah, well, he won't even come crawling out of his house and say hello to the kind and caroling protesters. Oh, but I thought he had the mandate from the masses. I thought he represented these people. Doesn't he want to see the people that he represented? Mandate from them asses, hmm. not the masses. Hmm. So, uh, yeah, all these people are just power hungry guys. They and like they don't even some of them don't even realize it. They're well, in this position and they don't realize that they are a power hungry, power mad person. Well, and it goes all the way down to because all of the people who like, oh, I want you to collect taxes, which is theft. It's it's mugging people it's extortion. For, for whatever it is that I want, for this thing that I want done or just to hand to me. Like, oh, well, you know, you could go out and mug people yourself, but it's just so much easier to check a box to make someone else run out and mug people on your behalf. Yeah, because if these people in government had to do these things themselves, why all of this ridiculousness wouldn't exist in the first place. But because they don't have to get their hands dirty, they don't have to do the dirty work, they don't have to get any actual blood on their hands, they don't have to have confrontation with the people, with their neighbors and their neighbors' families and the like. Yeah, no skin in the game. That's right. They have no skin in the game. Doesn't matter to them. They don't care about you, and they're not going to magically start caring. Well, we are just about out of time. Thank you for tuning in, everybody. You can get our archives over at freetalklive.com. Remember, we're here seven days a week, 365 days a year. Thanks for listening. Peace. Welcome to another exciting adventure of Jonathan Gullible. As you may recall, we last left Jonathan Gullible on a remote Pacific island after his boat was blown far off course by a terrific storm. Eager to learn about the inhabitants of this island, Jonathan wandered up to the gate of a magnificent carnival. The sign overhead declared, Capital Carnival, the Pavilion of Special Interests. Just then, a man bumped into Jonathan. Excuse my bumbling, but I was just so excited about my prize money that I didn't watch where I was going. What was your prize? I walked into the pavilion with ten coins, and I came out a winner. Oh, how many coins do you have now? Well, let's see. One, two, three, four, five. Five winning coins! That's strange. How can you lose half of your coins and still be a winner? The master magician called me the winner, so I must be better off. You see, I was one of ten people who sat in a circle as the magician collected one coin from each of us. After collecting ten coins altogether, he dropped five coins as a prize in the lap of one winner. The lucky recipient jumped for joy. Then the magician did it again, collecting ten coins and dropping five coins in the lap of another winner. He went around ten times and made all ten of us winners with five coins each. We all walked out very happy. So everyone went into the pavilion with ten coins and came out a winner with only five coins. What is especially important is that we were all winners of other people's money. I'll bet that even the magician is pleased since he won fifty coins. Oh, yes. Everyone is so happy that the magician is going to ask the Council of Lords to require everyone to play. Build freedom with laughter. Join the community. Access free media clips and more. Or get your free PDF copy of the book. Go to jonathangullible.com now. jonathangullible.com 
the Free State Project has reached its goal of 20,000 liberty lovers who've pledged to move to New Hampshire and get active to achieve liberty in our lifetime. Perhaps you're trying to figure out what part of New Hampshire should be your destination. If so, consider Keene. You'll find more than 150 reasons to move to Keene at move.freekeene.com. Keene is famous for its historic, publicity-generating activism, as well as being the liberty media capital of the world. It's home to freekeene.com, New Hampshire's destination for liberty activism, news, and opinion. For years, we've been compiling over 150 reasons to move to Keene at move.freekeene.com, where you'll learn about some of what's happening here and what makes Keene a great place to live. If you love liberty, you'll probably enjoy anywhere you end up in the Shire. But do your due diligence first. Please visit move.freekeen.com for the full list of over 150 reasons to move to Keene. That's move.freekeen.com. Oh, so you're wearing a mask every day now? Where are you getting them? The same website where I get my neck and body wraps, sunnybay.com. And they're handmade. Really? Just like their wraps in the USA. Oh, and good quality? Oh, very good. These are disposable face masks. And good price? That's the best part. I get a 10-pack for only $6. Wow. Yes, as a public service, we're now sourcing disposable face masks with level one protection at sunnybay.com. Get a 10-pack of high-quality, more breathable face masks, only $6. Our face masks are hypoallergenic, latex-free, and made for stress-free all-day wearing. Or choose our N95 respirator masks, two-pack for only $6. Supplies are limited, so place your order at sunny-bay.com, a biomed DB design company right here in the USA. Go to sunny-bay.com and purchase your disposable face masks online. Ten masks for only $6. Just click sunny-bay.com. That's sunny-bay.com.